Welcome to the Power of Faith with David Hathaway. The Old Testament prophet cried out, O Lord, revive thy work in the midst of the years, in the midst of the years make it known. In wrath, remember mercy. This should be our cry. Whatever we're going through, whether it is persecution, distress, or the godlessness of the nations we live in. It's not just revive me, or revive the church, but O oh Lord, revive your work. Bombs and bullets are regularly felt and heard in many cities of Ukraine, but people continue to live and work with the harsh reality of war and oppression. There is so much damage to infrastructure, but an even greater damage to people's souls. Our team continues to provide food and medication to those who most desperately need it. And they pray and care for those in distress. Thank you for your support and prayers. Together, we will see victory. To support our humanitarian relief work, please visit eurovision.org.uk forward slash donation. Now, please join David as he ministers today's word. But then in chapter two, he changes his tone because I'll stand on my watch, I'll set me on the tower and we'll watch to see what he will say to me. You know, it's very interesting because in the midst of this supposed depression and anxiety, Habakkuk is saying, I will watch yeah, go into my tower and I will watch and wait to see what the answer is. <laughs> of course, he does add in, what on earth will I say to him if I'm reproved? Because you know, there are times spiritually when God has to reprove us. I know there have been times in my life when I've had to face reproof and there are times when I I, 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 I was over-concerned and over-anxious. But here it says in, in this second chapter in verse 2, the Lord answered me. And it's interesting because here um, the answer from the Lord is quite strange because uh, here um, Habakkuk is crying out, how long will you not listen? How long do I cry? And you, you don't answer me. But here, when he's waiting in chapter 2 for the answer, the answer is, the Lord answered me and said, write the vision, make it plain on the tables. In other words, inscribe it, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. So here, the Lord is already answering Habakkuk by saying, I'm going to show you the vision, write it down, speak it clearly, and run with the vision because the vision is for a specific time and it will come, it will not lie. And although it's delayed, wait for it. And there are times in our life when we have to have that sense of the 
patience of the waiting for the fulfillment of God's promises. I'm quite amazed when I look back, of course, looking back over now more than 70 years of ministry and seeing the difficult times that I went through, but looking back and see that God never failed. And I can honestly say that in the ups and the downs of my life, and there have been ups and there have been downs, believe me, there have been times when I, I was in poverty. I can remember a time, <laughs> newly married with two young children, we had no money for food. <laughs> I think we lived for a week on mushrooms, <laughs> which, we were got, which we got for, for free from a farmer. No, but you see, God never fails. And the answer will come. And although it's delayed, the answer will come. But we have to cry out to God. And I believe the church, in addition to evangelism, the church has to start some period of self-examination because I question and I think the church would face reproof and rebuke if God really speaks the truth into the church today, it's not always, oh, how good you are and uh, wonderful, you're doing a fantastic job. Yes, there are times when God says that, but it's very clear that there are times of rebuke when we have to start and think carefully what God is saying. And in chapter 3, Habakkuk is Again, and he's a prophet. Again, he says in verse 2, I've heard your speech and I was afraid, O Lord. So sometimes even what God is saying can bring an element of fear. But yet he says at the end of it, revive your work in the midst of the years. And in the midst of the years, make yourself known. And our cry should be very much at this time, oh Lord, in whatever we're going through, whether it's persecution, whether it's distress, whether it's the, the godlessness of the nation. And our, our nation is, like many others, is becoming more godless by the day. They're passing laws which are contrary to scripture and I'm shocked and, and, and discouraged by what I say. And therefore, I need to cry out to the Lord. And I want to cry out to the Lord, Lord, in the midst of these years, revive your work. And it's not just revive me or revive the church. What is he saying here in this verse? He's saying, I was afraid. But, oh, Lord, revive your work in the midst of the years. And I believe this is what we need to be saying. I mean, I can turn you to, to other scriptures uh, because there's one verse in Proverbs chapter 29, which is very important linked to this. It's verse 18, where there is no vision, the people die. But he that keepeth the law happy is. But... Here, it's quite clear, and, and I've preached on this so many times, where there is no vision. And this is what uh, Habakkuk is referring to. He says, the, he says, there is a vision, write the vision. And where there is a lack of vision in the church, where there is a lack of vision in our lives, then we are in danger of getting cold and drifting away and needing reproof. I need a vision. And even at my age, and people are quite surprised, uh, 
because my vision is not of the past. Oh yes, I testify of the past because it's the past that gives me strength for the future. I'm not just simply sitting on my laurels and saying, oh, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't life wonderful and look what God has done past, through the past years. All I'm saying is if God could do that then, if we cry, Lord, revive your work in the midst of the years, God is going to do greater tomorrow than anything he's done in the past. And when I'm dealing with this in prayer and when I'm in fellowship with prayer partners, this is the very sense that we are sensing as we stand on our watch. We get into the watchtower and we pray that the vision that God is giving us is a vision so clear for the future. We've got to be changed, transformed by the fire and the power of the Holy Spirit. David Hathaway wants you to live in the fullness of the power of God. On our website, eurovision.org.uk, are many teaching articles, videos, podcasts, and the digital version of Prophetic Vision magazine, all designed to help you on your walk with God. Also available online are monthly newsletters, ministry reports, and updates on our humanitarian aid work with Russian Jews and displaced persons. Visit us online today. Eurovision.org.uk Thank you for listening to the Power of Faith broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting Eurovision.org.uk Also available online are many free teaching resources to help you on your walk with God. David has written many faith-building books to encourage and inspire. Order these online today. Each month, David ministers online and in person. Our ministry is only possible because of the faithful support of so many people. For details on our evangelism and humanitarian relief work, visit eurovision.org.uk. Thank you again for listening.